You are listening to the Actor Aesthetic Podcast, episode 77, featuring a very special guest, my own grandpa, Bruce Richardson. Let's get started. What's up, everyone? This is Maggie Vera, and welcome to another episode of the Actor Aesthetic Podcast. If this is your first time joining us, then welcome. The Actor Aesthetic Podcast is produced every single week for your enjoyment, and show notes are found at actoraesthetic.com slash podcast. You can also follow me on Instagram at Actor Aesthetic, or join our Facebook group, The Actor Aesthetic Tribe. All links are in the show notes. Now let's get on to the show. Acting is a business, and in 2020, it's all about branding and marketing. Not quite sure how to market yourself just yet? Well, you're in good hands. My ebook, Marketing 101 for Actors, is officially launched, and I'm taking you step by step through the most important marketing strategies and branding techniques you need in order to succeed as an actor in 2020. I'm talking headshots, resumes, postcards, audition material, websites, and of course, social media. Go to actoraesthetic.com forward slash marketing to grab your copy today. Hey everyone, it's Maggie. Just wanted to say that this episode is very near and dear to my heart. I've been spending a lot of time lately with my grandpa because we've been in quarantine at home. Right now I'm in New Jersey, not New York City. And thankfully, I've been with my family getting by as we go through this very uncertain period of time. I figured that in the face of the COVID-19 crisis, it's really crucial to stop and think about what's most important to you. Of course, family is number one for me. And my grandpa is literally one of my favorite people of all time. He played a big role in my life and my sister's growing up when we were trying to go to New York City to audition for different things. He was always supporting us going to every single one of our plays and musicals. He literally would drop anything and everything that he had to do in order to make sure that we were taken care of. In 2009, he actually went on tour, national tour, with my sister because she was just nine years old and she needed a chaperone. He has a lot of really fond memories and good insight for those of you who either were young actors, are young actors, or are parents of young actors who want to pursue this as a career. So without further ado, sit back, relax, and enjoy our chat. Well, hey friends, we have the one, the only, Bruce Richardson on the podcast. Thanks, Grant, for coming on the podcast today. Oh, you're welcome, Maggie. Ooh, I'm so excited because lots of you might not know, but our grandpa was actually very involved in our life growing up. Number one, because he lives right around the corner from where we grew up. Mm -hmm. But number two, because he took us on a lot of auditions growing up, right? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. So, and you not only did that, but you also toured with my sister. You literally went on a national tour we with went my on sister, a national tour. <laughs> which I'm very excited to talk about. So yeah. let's first start off. I just want you to tell the listeners where you're from. 
Well, I'm from the deep south. No, you are. You <laughs> yes, guys, he says this all the time, and he is so lying. Where are you really from? <laughs> I'm from southern Illinois. I grew up in Murfreesboro, Illinois, which mm-hmm. is in the very bottom of the state of Illinois. So that's pretty far away from, like, Chicago? Yes, it is. Yeah. Can you tell us what and where your job was before you retired? Before I retired, I worked in I worked in New York City. Mm-hmm. I worked at Fifty Rock, right across from where they have the Christmas tree at, yeah. at uh, Christmas time. I had worked there since 1970. I came to New York in 1970 after working in Chicago, Illinois, mm-hmm. in uh, the very late 60s during the tight days of rage, mm-hmm. whenever all the rioting was going on. I worked for the Associated Press. I was a newsman at one time. I worked on a newspaper. I was sports editor for a newspaper. Then I went to Chicago and worked for the AP. I was a newsman in in Chicago for uh, about three or four years. And then I became management, so to speak. And I came to New York in 1971. What was your major in college? Well, I majored in mathematics. (laughs) And believe me, I minored in psychology. I went directly from college into working for a newspaper, and I worked in information service at the college, and I worked on a newspaper for the mathematics department. Wow. So I got interested in newspaper work, and I ended up doing that. And I, when I came to New York, uh, I came to New York because I had a mathematics background, hmm. which sounds kind of funny. My, the president of the company was doing a special project at that time that required mathematics. Oh. And he said, well, it's going to be a six-month assignment in, in New York, and we'll send you back out into the field. And that was in 1971, and today is 2020, <laughs> and I'm still here. <clears throat> I ended up in... You've been here ever since. Yeah, I ended up working in newspaper man, uh, membership. Mm-hmm. I worked in the treasurer's office. I did mm-hmm. budgets of all things. I got mm-hmm. to use mathematics again. That's pretty great. Then I went to work uh, for the Associated Press uh, Human Resources Department. At mm-hmm. that time, it was called the Personnel Department. Mm-hmm. And uh, I ended up doing benefits for them. I ended up doing contract negotiations with our two unions that we had at that time. I worked in benefits. I was an arbitrator. I worked, I worked, uh, learned how to do arbitration. So mm-hmm. I got to do everything that I wanted to do. What year did you end up retiring? I retired in 2003. 2003. 2003. And I worked mm-hmm. a couple more years uh, as a consultant because mm-hmm. we had some contract stuff going. Mm-hmm. But I, so I was in the city for what, 30 years? 30 years. 30 some odd years. You retired in 2003. Yes. Income Taylor and I. Yes. (laughs) So for those of you who don't know, Taylor is my younger sister. She goes to Montclair State University. She actually is about to graduate Mm -hmm. as of recording. And um, she also studies musical theater, but she, we were both born mid to late nineties and we decided to start auditioning in New York city because we had family in New Jersey, and we grew up in New Jersey, and we're only, what, Grandpa, like 40 minutes away from... 40 minutes away. Yeah, yeah. 40. Mm-hmm. Easy train ride into the city. Um, so I would love for you to talk about your experience taking us into the city. Yeah. How often would you take us in? 
What, at least two or three times a week. At least, right? At least two or three times. Sometimes I would take both of you. Yeah. Sometimes I would take just you. Yeah. Sometimes I would take Taylor. Yeah. But I did it because I uh, I knew the city. I knew how to get around. I could exactly. go into, I could go in and catch the subways and and yeah. take you all over the place. And it was a really really an interesting experience for me yeah. too, because I got to. Uh, see a lot of things that I hadn't seen before. I didn't know all the background either. Yeah. I became kind of an expert in where to go and what to do. Yeah. But I would pick uh, would pick you guys up at school. I think Taylor at that time was in middle, middle school. school. I would pick her up at school, and the people in the office knew, oh, you're back here to take Taylor. They knew you by name or I at could that go point. Into the, I could go into the... This was long before we had all the problems, but I could yeah. go into the office at the high school, right. and they knew why I was there. We mm-hmm. could talk for a while, and they said, oh, where's Maggie going today? <laughs> and it uh, was really an interesting time. Yeah, and you taught us, you actually taught us a lot about the subways, because we took the subway a lot when we went with you. Yeah. We, um, my, my other grandfather, who took us occasionally, more it was more so Grandpa Bruce, but my other grandfather also would take us in, and he did not know the city at all because he never worked there. You know, he didn't really have a background in the city at all, so we just literally walked or took taxis, and that was it. If we ever had to go to the east side, we were taking a taxi. <laughs> there was no way we were, <laughs> we were riding the subway. But Grandpa Bruce was an expert, and I'm very we, thankful that you We rode the 7 the train way. a lot. We did. <laughs> we rode we did, the 7 right. train a lot. We used to, we were signed with, at the time, we were signed with DBA, Don Buckwald and Associates, and mm-hmm. we often had to go to auditions at that agency to mm-hmm. record voiceover auditions yeah. and self-tapes. That's located over by Grand, Grand Central, Central Station, Station. Mm-hmm. Grand Central. over on the east side. Yeah. You had no background in theater whatsoever, correct? Oh, absolutely not. Absolutely I didn't, I didn't, do, I didn't do anything <laughs> like that in high school. In high school, I played sports, and yeah. that was about it. Tell us a little bit about what you learned sitting outside the room at auditions? Well, I got to sit outside with all the rest of the parents. Yeah. And it was a really a... Interesting, some right? of them, Some of them had, didn't know anything about it. Some yeah. of them knew a lot about it. Some of them had been to a lot of things. Yeah. It was really interesting talking to them. We really didn't talk too much about what was going on in the room because mm-hmm. we didn't want somebody else to get a better... Better track that's on a what great, it was. Grandpa, that's a great point, though. <laughs> yeah. And also, I think we all learned very early on we should not talk about the audition right after we got out of the room. Like, if we were going to talk about it, it was going to be at home or on the train home, just yeah. some, somewhere far away, because you never know who's in the elevator, right? Yeah. I think we've, we've probably, more times than not, we've probably ridden the elevator up with the people who are in the audition room with us. That's right. As we mentioned earlier, Taylor was on a national tour for yes, about a year, right? About nine months to a year. About nine months. Would you say? Mm-hmm. So my grandfather, for the majority of that tour, was on tour with her. So can you tell me what it was like? Because you took Taylor to a lot of those auditions for that, right? Yes. What were those, what were those like? The auditions? Yeah. The, the audition for this particular one that she got is one that I, I really can't ever forget. <laughs> because she went in. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'm where I'm sitting outside with all the other parents, and I could hear her inside, you know. And then, all of a sudden, Taylor comes out and says something to me. She said, "They asked me, can I come back later?" <laughs> and I, I did. I said, "Well, of course. We're we're in the city. We you can come back. What time do they want you back?" And 
no, that was fine. And then Taylor went back into the room and I could hear who, who I later learned was the actual director was of the, the director play. of the play. She was the director of the play and I got to know her very well later. Mm-hmm. I could hear her say, hey, everybody, Taylor's grandfather says she can come back. Yay! <laughs> and they all cheered. Yeah. And Taylor had another audition and we went to that. And then and you we went came back. back. Yeah. And I think what the, she came back for was the dancing part of it. Yeah, and that probably solidified it for her because she was a great dancer. She was a great Still dancer. Still is. She but really Taylor knew did how a lot of dance. competition yeah. dance at the yeah. time. Was it a decision at all, or did you just say, let's go, when you were deciding whether or not to go on tour with her? Was there ever a thought of maybe my mom and dad would go, or was it just absolutely, yes, let's go? I don't think it was possible because your mom and dad both were working. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody had to go with Taylor because she was only nine, going on 10 at that time. And under equity rules, you yes. had to have a chaperone. Mm-hmm. We never had a problem just yeah. saying we, we will go with them. Yeah. So you went for how many months first with, with Yaya? Well, <clears throat> we went probably for, oh, two, two and a half months with Yaya, and then she got sick. Okay. And she had to come back, and this mm-hmm. was, uh, she came back, and I came back with her, and your parents went with them. And then, uh, you know, the tour itself started with practices in August in New York. They had previews at Paper Mill in September. Taylor at that time was a uh, an understudy. As it turned out, I think for opening night, uh, one of the openings, she actually got to go on for the person she, she was playing, She's, Carrie. Mm-hmm. She got to go on because uh, the girl that played it, uh, Carly Sonicler, uh was caught in traffic somewhere up in New yeah. York and couldn't make it back. So Taylor actually got to go on. And that's we very last so minute, happy. right? I think we had the whole family yeah, out there to did. see the play. <laughs> Thank God the show started at Paper Mill because yeah. we were, what, 30, 20 minutes away yeah. from the theater, yeah. right? Yeah, Crazy. We, were, we were very, very close. And then it went from there to St. Paul, Minnesota. Mm-hmm. And it was a wonderful place. Yeah. Taylor, I, I'm sure your people know, because she had to go to school, mm-hmm. she actually went to school at least three days a week. Right. And she had to have five hours of instruction. And I'll never forget before we even left, she had to, we had to go, your, your parents and I had to go to her school and actually get the curriculum <laughs> that she was going to be ha- had during right. that year. They had to give us the textbooks and we had to take those along. Mm-hmm. There were actually three kids in the class. The other girl who was playing Carrie, Carly Sonicler, mm-hmm. um, Michael Boxleitner, who was Melissa Gilbert's son, mm-hmm. was in her class, and uh, Kurt and Kurt Ing, who was actually in high school at that time. He was sixteen, and he took he took all of his classes online. It was a very regulated program, mm-hmm. and the. the the instructor, Carolyn Dunning, who is still... She's fantastic. She still is working with plays. Uh, she would just came she back from... from Once on this oh, Island. Yeah, she's still, still there. She was a great teacher. You've mentioned to me before that as a part of her curriculum and her teaching on tour, she often got to go on field trips Carolyn, to different places whenever Car- you Carolyn visited. Carolyn always arranged yeah. with some place to yeah. have... Uh, a special viewing. It didn't make a difference where we were. In Nashville, we had one 
great experience. I actually ended up, uh, Helen and I ended up meeting Bruce Boxleitner, Mm -hmm. who used to be married to Melissa Gilbert. He was a big Civil War buff. We got to go to a southern plantation. Wow. Look around, and they had it all restored and everything. We got to go to the Clinton's Library in Little Rock. Oh, wow. That was great. What was your favorite city to visit? What was my favorite city? Yeah. Well, I had a great time in Toronto. I knew you were going to say that. (laughs) Of all things, they played five weeks in Toronto. Yeah, they had a sit-down in Toronto. Great city. I've never never been to Canada. I hadn't been to Canada at Mm -hmm. that time. I talk about field trips. We had one heck of a field trip. (laughs) Okay, picture this. Okay. It's February. Yeah. And we're in Toronto. Uh You can imagine how cold it is up there. Yeah. The field trip we went on (laughs) was to was to uh, Niagara Falls. Oh, my gosh. Where nobody goes to Niagara Falls in February. It was like iced over, right? It was all iced over, and it was such an interesting thing to be able to walk around without having a lot of people to see it in the wintertime because nobody goes to Niagara Falls in the winter. We went to uh, Appleton, Wisconsin, which Mm -hmm. was one of them. I think the field trip there was to the Houdini Museum. Oh, wow. Houdini grew up in Appleton, Appleton Wisconsin. Wisconsin. They have a big museum there. Wow. So we got to go to that. Your tour hit a lot of places in the Midwest because of how popular Little House on the Prairie was out there. Oh, yeah. We went to Madison, Wisconsin. Right. Unfortunately, the time we were there, a lot of people, some people in the play got sick. Right. One of the swings in the play. Mm-hmm. He ended up playing one of the female characters. <laughs> He had to dress up as a girl, <laughs> so he go. He dresses up. He goes out on stage, and I think he had to go up and say something to the main, the main lead, to Paul. <laughs> Did he say it in a? And they almost broke up laughing <laughs> on stage. On stage, and I'm sure no one noticed uh, oh, in no, the audience. I'm sure nobody noticed. It but was you did. Funny. You had a couple of moments like that. Yeah, it was funny for us. The good thing about this was, and, and my, you know, and, and Yaya got to do a lot of this. Mm-hmm. I got to go backstage so much. Yes. I became a, a fixture or something. Yeah. I, I, got, I, I got to know the people in the movie. You did. Whenever we were down in mm-hmm. Arizona State at their place, uh, you had to have, you had to go backstage. You had to punch in a number. And they gave me the number so I could so were, I could go and come as I want. Wow. So I got to sit everywhere in the Did thing. you often sit backstage, like in the green room of the theater and stuff? I did, you know, before the shows. Yeah, I did before, before the started. shows. I got to know the I got to know the musical director. Uh, you also Richard Carsey, mm-hmm. who was is very well known probably to mm-hmm. the people listening to this because he mm-hmm. I got to know him so well that he <laughs> let me sit in the orchestra pit. <laughs> The, the orchestra itself, we had a four-piece orchestra mm-hmm. that traveled with the show, and they hired locally right. other people to play with them. So, And that was a big score. I mean, the music in oh. that show was massive. Yeah. And the good thing about it was that, I, that Helen and I got to know everybody because we traveled with we them. We did. And they considered us part of the group that went with us. Part of the family. Part of the family. Yeah. And uh, since that's been a long time ago, we still hear from them. We talk we to still them. Do. We still do. They came out here. A bunch of them came out here a few times. Sometimes to, for Thanksgiving. To New Jersey. They came uh-huh. out to, for Thanksgiving. They came out and did apple picking we went with apple us picking. a couple times. Mm-hmm. And it's, 
it's They're, really great. We do, even me, I didn't even tour with them at all. And I consider many of them mentors and family. They even, I mean, they were so wonderful, Grandpa, that they sent flowers to mm-hmm. um, my grandmother's funeral. I mm-hmm. mean, that was how close they were. Yes, they were. Um, so tell me, so you went, you sat in the orchestra pit, you sat backstage in the green room. Um, what else did you do with your downtime? I know you were writing a lot. Well, I wrote I wrote my own column, yeah. which is still I, I before still we up. decided we were going to talk. I went back online and uh-huh, looked it up. Bruce Richardson says yes, he had a blog. You guys I had a blog. Uh-huh. I had pictures with it. Uh-huh. I did it weekly, and I went back and just kind of looked at it today because I, you know, I didn't even know if it was still up. Right, <laughs> and it still is online. And you did you had it weekly because pretty consistently you guys were touring every week. Would you say? Yeah. We would sit almost, down and almost every week. It was uh, we were there for a, a whole week. Yeah, uh, a couple of times we did two week times, mm-hmm. like in Denver. Mm-hmm. We were there over Christmas, mm-hmm. which was an interesting experience because uh, we ended up meeting uh, one of my wife's relatives who lived yeah. in Denver. <laughs> we had and I, Christmas dinner. We got to go over for Christmas dinner. <laughs> Which, what did uh, we have? Well, they we were Greek, lamb. so you had lamb, <laughs> which I don't think most of us, most of the people we had like. Never had lamb before. But it was a different experience. Yeah, it really was. Yeah. Uh, the only time we had had less than a week, all this time we flew. We flew everywhere. Right. Which I've heard uh, people talk about the the, you know, the non-equity tours, which they do a lot of busing. Busing. This was an equity uh, because tour because our tour was set up so that we were there for a whole week. Yeah. We always flew on Monday. Mm-hmm. And we traveled. We got to carry all of our clothing with us. Okay. They they took all of the they took all of the the, the trunks. The trunks in a separate trunk. So did you get your own trunk? We had our own trunk. Did Taylor have her own Taylor separately from own, you? Taylor had How? her own trunk. Great. Yeah. How wonderful because is that? Because we went from we went from summer to winter to exactly. summer to winter back and forth, you know. And you couldn't carry all these How kinds of awesome clothes. that they accommodated you like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's really great. And we still were allowed to take a, ba- a bag on plane. Yeah. They didn't charge us for the bag. Well, that's great. <laughs> at that time. So you were traveling with luggage and also had the trunk yeah. somewhere. Yeah, you know, following the you only guys. time that we didn't have, we weren't there for a whole week was whenever we went to uh, Little Rock, Arkansas, mm-hmm. and we did four shows in Little Rock. Mm-hmm. Then we had to do uh, three shows in Springfield, Missouri. Mm-hmm. The distance between Little Rock and Springfield is not that far, mm-hmm. but we ended up having to fly to Dallas. Take a plane from Dallas oh back gosh. to Springfield, Missouri. <laughs> because you had to fly. Because we had to fly because it was too <laughs> far to rules. drive. It was too far yeah. to drive. Hmm. Uh, but everything else was, you know, at least a week or two weeks. Mm-hmm. Accommodations were so good. They were great, they were right? Really How were the good. hotels? The hotels generally were very good. Yeah. Very good. We had great times. Mm-hmm. Uh, we only had one problem. I remember that uh, talking about Taylor and, and school. Yeah. I think it was in Omaha. They had a separate trunk for all of the kids' uh, school supplies. Oh. The books and everything wow. were all in one separate trunk. Uh-huh. 
that ended up getting left somewhere. <gasps> oh no! And we get to Omaha, <laughs> and there's no way to have no way to have school. Oh, the kids were probably so excited. <laughs> but uh, Carolyn found a local museum that we could oh, go to. Oh, that's so great, yeah. Carolyn! Really, I yeah, mean, she did. Yeah. She was fantastic. Yeah, she got some really good trips for us, mm-hmm. and a lot of these excursions. The cast would go along. Right. Because they were so good. Yeah. Uh, in Tampa, Florida, of course, is near Bush Gardens. Oh. And we got to go early to Bush Gardens. Uh-huh. We got in. We got to go see all of the all of the backstage at Bush Gardens. They mm-hmm. took us around and showed us how they put all that stuff together. But then we all got to go on the rides. That's so great. Yeah. But it was fun. It was fun. And I think you guys also participated in uh, Habitat for Humanity. Oh yeah, thank you. Thank yeah. you. Where yeah. was that? We Where'd did that. We that? did that all over. Where you we, did? Wherever we were, we did it in Denver. We did it in Naples, Florida, of all uh-huh. places. We did it in Wisconsin. We did it in Raleigh. And what did you guys was do? One of our stops. What'd you do? We would go in and help because Habitat would either take totally rebuild a house. Wow. Or I mean, totally build a house or rebuild it. And you would literally help them build And we would help them, help them do that. Yeah. As I said before, I developed some good relationships with uh, Kurt's father. You did. Uh, Scott Ng, because he mm-hmm. traveled with him and he and I got together. And yeah, you made some really good friends on that. Really good friends. And you, you got close with the people working for hair and wigs. Oh, yes. And, um, right, Kevin Phillips. Kevin and Phillips. Anne. And um, with costumes and the stage manager, I mean, yeah. you you really we got, got to, to know everybody. We got uh-huh. to know everybody, and they all we got to do a lot of things yeah. that probably we shouldn't have done, but we did. <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell? <laughs> I, I guess you could speak about it now. But what what happened? What did the older what the, what did the adults do on tour that they were not supposed to do, and they got yelled at for? <laughs> we were we were down in Arizona. Yeah, and. <clears throat> <laughs> they had a they had a special day set aside because the director of the play was coming in because they were going to have a complete rehearsal for all of the all of the understudies. They were all going to play whatever role they were understudying for and go through a complete rehearsal for the director. She wanted to make sure everything was fine because that was you know halfway through and we wanted, sure. she wanted to make she hadn't she didn't travel with us. She wanted all to make the sure time. the show stopped. She wanted to make sure everything was fine. They were also going to have a special rehearsal for the cast mm-hmm. and afterwards. Okay. But early in the morning, as it turns out, many, many members of the cast <laughs> decided they were going to go skydiving. Mm-hmm. They got a special deal. Yeah. They all went out and they went skydiving. Yeah. And uh, Francesca heard about it. Francesca's the director. Francesca's the director. <laughs> and she heard about it. And she, uh, she called a special meeting. <laughs> she says, look, I don't want to have something happen that I have to cancel this whole show. I don't want to hear about anybody <laughs> skydiving again. <laughs> Can you give any of the listeners advice specifically for parents um, who are considering having their kids in this industry, taking them into the city, going on tour with them? Is there any advice that you would give to parents who are new to this? It was a tremendous experience for Taylor. Mm-hmm. She learned an awful lot from it. I can't see that any of it hurt her. No. I can't see that it was a drawback for her. Mm-hmm. Uh, Helen and I were in the position that we could go with them. Uh, it was very important that somebody goes, goes with them. 
and uh, she learned an awful lot. We learned an awful lot, and we could see what she was learning. Yeah. And I, I think it's something that should be supported. Yeah, I agree. I think that having that support is more important than anything because if, you know, if we didn't have you or even Grandpa Joe to take us into the city, I mean, our parents were working all the time. So we might never have gotten that opportunity had you had not supported us hmm. the way you did. So I think it's important for parents to know that if their kids really want to do this, to support them. If the kid loves it, let them do it, mm-hmm. you know? Taylor learned so much on that tour. She grew up so much. She visited places she would never have dreamed of going to That's at right. nine and ten years old. And so did you. And mm-hmm. I think those, experience, those experiences made her who she is, made you guys who you are. And, yeah. and um and as, as really I said special. before, we developed some real lasting yeah. relationships, both with, you know, with Kurt's parents and with uh, the Box Lightners. Yeah. We had, we had a great time. I had a great time with Carly Sonicler's yeah. parents, mm-hmm. Terry Edelman and Bob Sonicler. Mm-hmm. And uh, we still hear from them. We still talk to them. And, uh, They're still good friends. Really good friends. Theater does that. Theater, theater is such a family, especially when you're on tour and mm-hmm. you're stuck with everyone yeah. for yeah. months, you know. Okay, last question for you. Yes. Favorite Broadway shows? Favorite? <laughs> <My> favorite? <laughs> well, I have to tell you, Phantom of the Opera. Okay. Yeah. Phantom of the Opera. Les Miserables. Yeah. I, I, you like the classics. I like those. I like both of those. Yes. Now, tell, tell us really quick what you did one day when you went to Broadway and you saw both of those shows. We saw one in the afternoon, and we saw one at night. <laughs> he and my grandma literally saw, so, what'd you see first? I think we saw Les Mis. They, th- they saw the matinee of Les Mis and the night performance of Phantom, Phantom of the Opera. Phantom of the Opera. Wow. We had great seats, too. <laughs> we had great seats. What a good time of theater. It was a great time. Yeah. Awesome. Yep. Great. You have anything else to share? Is that nope. all? Yeah, I think that's it, Maggie. Well, well done. Look Thank at you this. so much. We're we're about to kill each other because we have been in quarantine with each other for the past week, and Grandpa can't get rid of me. So here we are. Um, thanks, Grandpa, so much for joining us. You're welcome. Thank you very much. If you've enjoyed today's episode and you found it helpful, I would love it if you could screenshot it, tag at Actor Aesthetic, and share it to your Instagram stories so that I can see who is following along with me there. If you haven't already, please be sure to rate and review the podcast on iTunes and also hit that subscribe button so that you can join me every single week for a brand new episode of the Actor Aesthetic podcast. Until then, this is Maggie Barrow signing off. It takes a village. I'll see you next week.